Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi, just a few minutes this evening. It's evening for me. It may be morning when you're listening to talk about with you comfort from the Word of God. It's our primary source of comfort. It is the Holy Spirit's message to us today. Of course, we receive comfort when we talk to God. Of course, we receive comfort when we hear His Word preached. We hear, we have comfort through other Christians who minister to us in our times of need. But this month, we are going to reflect on personal study from God's Word and how we get comfort as we read the Holy Scriptures, and especially from Psalm chapter 119. If we're looking in our lesson at about number 7, it's in the section that we call Beth, and we're looking down at part C of number 7, we see that verse 16 is difficult. Psalm 119 verse 16 is difficult in our world of instant entertainment and video feeds on every device, including our wristwatches. What is the meaning of the word delight? Well, let's look first at verse 16 of chapter 119. And that passage reads, I will delight myself in your statutes, and I will not forget your word. As we look at that, that word delight means we will be pleased with, we will be stroked by, we will be amused by, we can't wait for it. It's what gives us pleasure. How is it that we delight ourselves in the Word of God. How is it that we develop that can't wait attitude? Well, in the next question, we ask that. It says there lists some ways that we might cultivate a desire to study and meditate on the Word. This verse says that we should want to pass time in the Word. So I just wanted to throw out, it's about midnight as I am speaking. I've had company all through the weekend. It's now Monday night, and my company left tonight. And I really couldn't wait to get back in the Word. I couldn't wait to have a few moments to sit down and think about how we cultivate this spirit, how we have the can't-wait attitude about the Word. And I just want to go through maybe a few of those things in this podcast and a few of them in the next one, but these are just practical ways, things that have helped me to want to be in the Word, and I still want to grow so much more in that very aggressive attitude of just passion about studying the Word. And here's some things that have helped me, and I know you have many more, and I'm gonna ask you, if you can, to post those on our Digging Deep website so that we can help each other, Facebook page rather, so that we can help each other to make simple habits that make us long for God's Word. The first one is simply the one we're doing. 
be a part of a group study. If you can get other people to study with you, it's so motivating. It provides accountability. It provides times of discussion or communication through Facebook or uh, whatever it is, chat rooms or whatever it is that you do to, um, to assemble, as we would say, even though that's not really assembling if you're virtual, but many of you, the groups of Digging Deep are actually physically assembling. And doesn't that give you something to look forward to? I can't tell you how many people have come to me and said, oh my, I've gotten so much more out of Digging Deep since I've been a part of Vicki Yoakum's study, or since I've been a part of Julie Orr's study, or since the ladies in my congregation have gotten together physically to study. Be a part of a group, even if it is a virtual group. Pray for the desire to love God's Word. I mean, to be in God's Word. Pray for that. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous woman avails much. And so we need to be asking God to help us cultivate this desire to be in His Word. It's the most important thing you're going to learn in all of your lifetime. And so ask God to help you to prioritize study in His Word. Next, take organized notes as you go. And that can be in a notebook, or it can be in the margin of your Bible. It can be in um, on your computer, in folders that you have saved in your pages or your Word files. But take organized notes as you go. I would advise you to develop some kind of system where you can find the topics that you are that you have studied. Now, a long time ago, when I first started kind of taking organized notes, I didn't have computer files. I'm an old woman, and I had um, a, just a filing cabinet. And if I would study something, say, homemaking from the Bible, or if I was studying with maybe someone who was a member of a Seventh-day Adventist church or whatever it might be, I would put those notes in that file folder, in that filing cabinet and folders, and I would alphabetize them so that the next time someone from that particular religion knocked on my door, I would be able to lay my hands on that folder. At first, it was a box under my bed when I first got married, and then it turned into, you know, a metal cabinet, and now it is online um, in in the cloud or in my folders that are in my pages documents whatever it is that you're doing i would really strongly if you you know if you're taking notes during every sermon then you're going to get lots and lots and lots and lots of notes in those notebooks and it's going to be hard to find a certain topic once you um, go to look for that topic unless you have made an index for yourself in your note-taking books do something that will help you to be able to lay your hands on the notes that you've made so that when you have a need for them, they will be readily available. It's going to make you love the Word more. Study topically. I would really advise you to pick a topic and pick a topic and decide that I'm going to find out all that I can find out about glory or about the Ten Commandments or about baptism, or about creation evidences, or about the prophets, or about the messianic prophecies about the life of Christ 
about the miracles of Christ, about the parables of Christ, whatever it is that you are interested in, I would say dig in and try to use a concordance and find everything you can find about that particular topic. If you do that, you're going to have somebody who needs to know what you've studied. I've never seen that fail. And it really helps us to love the Word when we study topically and are able to, to find those people, and you will find those people, who would like to talk with you about what you've learned. Right now, I'm in a class on Revelation from a man who became terribly interested in the book of Revelation. And he studied and studied and studied and you can't ask him very much about revelation that he doesn't have a theory about and he loves that particular book we shouldn't be afraid of of revelation or any other study we should love all of the word of god and to study topically is a big step toward loving the topics that are in the word of god Next, study looking for something. That's really helped me um, to postulate about, for instance, I'm going to take the life of Christ, and I want to study every time he was compassionate and what things made my Lord say, I care, I love, what things made the scripture say, and Jesus had compassion on him. Or maybe I want to study the Pauline epistles and I want to mention, I want to find every time he mentions how we should react to suffering. If I'm looking for something, then it really helps me to love the word because every time I read a passage, I find something that I've never found before. And only the Holy Spirit can do that. It makes me love him. It makes me love the word. Let's do one more, and then we'll save the rest for next time. Work to list applications as you study that are for your life, and then live those applications. When you're studying, say, oh, you know, I, I have studied the life and the life of Christ, and I have discovered what things made the Lord, let's say, angry. And I'm listing those things. And then I say, you know, I am going to work to not be so tolerant of or so hungry for these things that made the Lord angry. What made the Lord angry? Well, hypocrisy did. So I'm going to really work. Matthew uh, 23, hypocrisy made the Lord very angry. I'm going to work to be genuine, and that means that I'm going to, for the next month, I'm going to try not to tell anyone about any, not to talk about any good deed that I have done, because I want it to be from my heart. I don't want it to be for show. So there are practical applications like that that we can make as we're studying God's Word. Let's say we are studying from the Psalms. And we're studying, let's say this month, we're studying Psalm 119. And I haven't been a person who has been daily in the Word. I haven't been a person who has been delighted in the Word. So I'm going to make a vow that I am going to, for the next month, 
study for 20 minutes every day. I'm going to read my Bible and I'm going to look up the, let's say I'm going to look up the definitions of the key words in one verse each day. And I'm going to write the definitions of those keywords, and I'm going to take away each day one application for my life. Just lots of things like that, promises that you can make to yourself. You can resolve that you are going to do some practical things to keep your love for the Word aflame. Let's just um, compare it for a moment to our relationships on this earth. If I fall in love with someone, you remember what that felt like in college. You remember what it felt like to be so amazed by the goodness of one person who was extremely attractive to you. And you were just, it felt so good. It felt so good for me to be able to fall in love with the man who is now my husband and to think, oh, I love being around this person. This person makes me better. This person makes me want to do the will of God. My husband motivated me to want to be a better person. And I, I fell in love with him for lots of reasons, but I just wanted to be around him. I wanted to communicate with him. And when that occurs with the Word of God, if we are if we love God and we um, are enamored with the Word of God and we are committed to heaven, to going to be with God, then we are going to delight in His laws. We are going to, to be the kind of people who are constantly finding ways to be with God. So work to list applications and live them and fall in love with God's Word so that it, so you can't wait. You're going to have that can't wait attitude. So those are just some things, and we'll talk about a few more of those next time. I hope you have a great day.